Welcome back ladies and gentlemen to another episode of my show. Today I have very wonderful guests. But before I introduce my guests, let me shout out to the people who supported me along this way and the people who are working with me as my team in order to uh, get this content outside to someone out there to listen to it. And for sure, the translation team and most important, the production and everybody involved within this project. Today, I have very wonderful guests. As I said at the beginning, he is none other than Ali Asididi. He is owner of Sat Garage, Sadid Hotel Tech. Welcome, Ali, and thank you, first of all, to making time to be in my studio. Thank you, Muhammad. Uh, well, Bismillah uh, ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, uh, My name is Ali Saladi. Uh, I've started my business uh, since uh, 2015, exactly, till today. I mean, six years of uh, having my business, uh, like, specialized on uh, Infinity Motor and uh, Nissan as well. Well, I started uh, this business after uh, like uh, four, five companies that I've been working with. Uh, most most of them motor. I mean, most of them motors company, and uh, the last one were uh, a telecommunication company. Mm. And after that, all of it, uh, the best way is to have your own business and run it as you want and make the uh, dreams happen right okay. so so before we jump to this let us first introduce to the guests for the benefit of the guests for sure they have no idea who you are what you have done but let us talk about your history but first of all you started in uh, working as you said you've been working in multi companies many companies yes so uh, back then what was where did you start from well I mean, as Ali Saladi, I, I mean, I started working. I, I mean, this that that was my hobby actually. Right. Uh, I started working in cars since I was thirteen years old. Right. So I was studying, and my big brother Hassan, I mean, the big supporter to me, uh, he pulled me out of nowhere. I mean, after school, immediately to the shop. So I got my experience till till the rally. I mean, races, race cars, uh, motorsport. Uh, I mean, as yeah, any other stuff like with cars, I've been involved on that one since I was 13. Uh, after I graduated from school and started the university, then I started working as well uh, with a company, motor, motor company in Bahrain. And I've been since moving from position to position every like two to three years. Right. Graduated from technician to service advisor, then to controller, and then to like many position in the companies. But I mean, after all of that, I, I would prefer to have my hobby is uh, my daily work, uh, and it's my business. So you create on it. So instead of working for others, work for yourself. But before that happened, you said you were working in a car. Is it like car dealership? Yes. And you true. were you were working. At, you started as technicians. As technicians, yes. And then you moved to others until you reached to service advisor. Service advisor and shop controller as well. Yep. Right. And what happened then? Did you you didn't find yourself since it is something no. you're passionate about? No. Honestly, uh, what 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 
what I was doing over there, I mean, I mean, I had a study, I had, I had a, like a, a goal in my life that I want to focus on. I mean, and every time that I reach my goal, I need another goal to, to reach it. So whenever I was in that companies, honestly, I mean, you can see, uh, you want to be a manager one day. Right. You want to be in a position one day that uh, you can control everything, you know? Right. I mean, I mean, you don't want to stand up for for just the same position for the whole of your life. For sure. What do you say to your kids? I'm a technician. No. Right. What do you say to your family? I mean, I'm still a worker. No. You, you need to be, you need, you need to have a dream that you can make it. Right. And now, alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, with, uh, with my goal that I, I kept in my life, so I've reached my goal and I have another goal right now. So when you decide to leave working as nine to five whatsoever, you're working as that company or you shift to another company before you start your own business? Every three to four years, if I cannot find myself, I mean, in other position. Right. Not the same position that I started with. I leave the company immediately without leaving, I mean, anything behind me, leaving oh. anything behind me, yes. And then after that, you said telecommunication. Industry. Yes, the last one was, was telecommunication from 2009 till 2014. 2009 till 2014, so yes. six years you spent there. And Almost. how do you feel when you, when you give that amount of time to such an industry it's never a lose it's it's always an experience right it's never a lose i mean whatever you start work with wherever you stay it will be never a lose it will be always experience right so i got my all experience i mean let's let's be honest i mean i got the experience of management from that company Oh, so, so you reflect what happened there th during the six years exactly. into what happened right now exactly. to developing your own business. Exactly. So right. so every every single moment that you spend in that company, it's an experience. Right. Yeah. And then what happened? Like, what did you find out? What, what, what happened? Did you didn't find that you can be promoted since you, you've been there for six years? For I've, sure. been, I've been hearing promises all, all the time. All the time, especially when you are when you are a hard worker. <laughs> Every time, please stay. We promise that we will. I mean, we will uh, promote, promote you. you. Yeah, but right. they never. Reality-wise, yeah, nonsense. Well, we don't want to mention that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't want to mention that. <laughs> and then what happened really when 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 you really get the, all this time? when you invest or uh, spend all that time in an industry, why don't you look for another opportunity in another industry? Why did you decide to go to living as an entrepreneur and open your own business? Having said that, you were married and have kids by then, right? Yes. You 2015. That's right. I, I mean, I've been married since 2005. So you, how yeah. many kids you, you had at that I'm, moment? I'm having now three kids, I mean, four kids right now. Mashallah. Four kids, yeah. And when you leave that job, how many kids you were had? We're having uh, two kids and newborn. And today, Alhamdulillah, I'm having the fourth. Just mm -hmm. recently, six months, uh, a little boy. Congratulations. Thank you very much. And if I would re reflect on that, actually, I had a question. Ten. 
Now, you were working and you rely on salary for, you said you're working from 2000, since you were 13, you were working as a hobby with your brother. Yeah. And then you develop that passion into understanding engines and understanding motors. And uh, you, you mentioned that your brother is a rally driver yes. and then he was competing in competitions and and so it you carry on that passion along the way as a and hobby. you will walk as a hobby yeah and then when you walk i mean how what was really the point that you felt it that enough is enough and i have to leave but having said that but you have you mentioned that you have two kids and one newborn how did you feel to you know stop relying on a monthly check or salary and then rely on your hobby in order to generate some money i mean how does it f how how difficult to take that decision when you resign from that it's, telecommunications it's nothing difficult honestly muhammad i mean i've been leaving three companies or four companies without i mean looking back into the cash that i'm going to receive after that i mean once you have something in your hand like i mean i mean for example you know how to work on engines you know how to work in motorsport by the way uh, one thing that you might i mean you didn't hear from me is that i've been out of bahrain okay for like eight to eight to ten months uh from a country to a country uh, uh supporting one emirati uh, team uh, rally driver emirati uh, with his team. Wow. So I've been involving eight months outside Bahrain every every month in, in, in a country. You yeah. mean like 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 you were sponsored by a team that you have to work there? I've been, I've been a, a member of them's team. Yeah. A member I mean, of a team. Yeah, they beat me okay. very well than, than, than being here in Bahrain and uh, getting a salary from a company. So that was a start when you. That was a start, yes. And then you mean, uh, that's before the telecommunication company. Then when I okay. when I had my uh, second uh, boy, then I started uh, to say that I have to stay home and I work in telecommunication company. Okay. Yeah. And and when you were, were working there, you were also uh, upskill or upgrade your skills by doing your hobby. Yes, motorsport. So so it's I I can truly believe and say that it's a new DNA. Yeah. It's something that you lived with since you were a teenager and up to yeah. this moment. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. And, I mean, and and how does it reflect on you when you wanna take that move? Like for example, when you in that position and then you got to different uh sponsorship and you went abroad for a amount of days or months just for a competition. And then you came back and you work again in the like a nine to five job or like a telecommunication, as you mentioned. Yeah, I and mean, the even the telecommunication company. When when I, uh, uh, I mean, when I was outside, to be honest, uh, I said that I have to, I have to go back home, stay because I have I'm having another baby, so I, I need to be with them. And once I apply for that job and they accept me, and when I went to the interview, uh they say to me that you are overqualified wow yes i mean i mean they accept me uh as a senior sales at, at that time and what i applied for was a sales 
and they gave me the chance. And after like three years, I mean, I've been hearing promises that you'll be you'll be uh, promoted to a manager or whatever I, I was doing there. And they know my uh, liability over there, you know. Mm. But it's a promises, and then I have to leave. I, I cannot stay for the whole of my life being like a senior sales, you know, or or doing a manager job and. It's just a name, not a position, even though. So at that time, I decided to leave and open my, my, my own, own business. And when I started my shop, it was like uh, I rented from my brother as well. Yeah, for like oh. five months. Then I opened my another shop, uh, my own shop. And it's rented, by the way. Uh, but I know how, how to handle the, the, the expenses of my shop from the previous work that I've been doing. Sure. So I take that an, as an advantage. And I run my small shop, like having two cars inside a shop and working on them. I started with uh, one colleague. And now I'm having six, six persons working under me. Wow. In my team, yes. Wow. I mean, when I started, uh, it's always there on my mind that to have a goal and having a big shop right. and a shop that well known in Bahrain, but thanks God with my goal, it's well known worldwide. Wow. Alhamdulillah. Yes. Wow. That's really interesting. And that's actually the story and believe it in or not, ladies and gentlemen, that's the story I would like personally to dig in and I find out how that story started. But I like to understand really the situation uh, before we jump into your own business that you said that you've been promising, promised since many times. And then yeah. you, you mentioned that you were working as a senior, but you were handling manager role or, or uh, objective. Yep. So if I understand correctly, what you're trying to say is that you've been handed a responsibility for a manager, but you have not been promoted as a manager. Yes. Is that yes. correct? I haven't got the title. It's, right. just, it's just like an acting manager. Uh, every time I've been prom promised to that, that I'm going to have the position, but no. But the reality-wise, you really handling the yes. manager object yes. responsibilities. Many shop. Wow. Yeah. Uh, for sure, you would feel devastated when you carry on and you keep that responsibility for a long time, and then there's only promises, but there's no action. I mean, that for sure will create devastation. I mean, even when I when I when I. I just handled them the letter that I'm, I mean, I'm quoting from you. I mean, they say to me, stop, don't do that. Do you have another company that you want to join? I said to them, no. Why do you leave? You have no work. I said to them, come on, it's a stop. I have to start a new life. And they say to me, please, Ali, just have a, a month, like a vacation for a month and come back to us. We will promote you. I said to them, no, it's time to leave. You think it's too late? Yes. If, if I would reflect the same situation and then they promoted you on time, if I would say 
was mismanagement if they promoted you on time would i expect you to be here today as an owner or you're gonna be a big manager in that company a big manager because i won't, won't stop having a goal after a goal right so you're ambitious ambition person and then you are you're always striving to get the best out of you the best version exactly. of you exactly true that's how everyone has to to do like that i mean i mean it's life success if you success in life everything i mean will be easy for you right right that's very well said actually but <clears throat> the only thing is that what guarantees were you having at that moment at that moment of time when you decide that enough is enough now i'm moving on i mean how did you think about your family since you're gonna be without any salary for a period of time until the you you said that you started rented from your brother and then you started your own shop but i mean the whole process of, of course it, ha it took a lot of time in order to that time to arrive until you are really settled you how did you cope with the stress when you uh, being without a job being without a f uh, salary for a period of time how did you think about your family how you do you think that uh, do you have like a saving that allows you that okay i had a saving let's say for six months and now it's my time to open my business no i have zero amount on my bank account at that time oh my god so you you yes. you, I, I can say that you followed your gut i i mean honestly i followed my 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 uh my dream i mean my my like passion i can do it right. and once you have that in mind you can do it it's hundred percent you can do it true honestly right, true. i mean i i left three jobs as i, I mean or four jobs as i said before i mean and i can guarantee that i can work after that on my own uh experience true uh it's like i'm having some customers you know that uh they are they are uh willing to have me uh working for them but i can work for them like as a part-time only not not uh like, oh, like a, a project -time. yeah exactly mostly projects so that one was like a side job that i can do it, but i kept it like these days now it's my my business job you know it's every day every day new project every day but i was having that at that time when, when i leave any company that i i still had my my own customers oh you mean to say that you were exp or you were building up your experience by having a side hustle exactly as you were that side hustle is combination between your passion something that it's it's like your hobby and at the same time something that you can earn some uh, amount or money out of exactly. it well exactly. you would be really happy to do it and then after that you felt it that this is my right time exactly to open my own business yep wow exactly so i am really can say it was really courage decision when you make that move what others surround you i mean your family your friends uh people around you well what was their thinking when you made that decision i mean my, my wife honestly she's the one that who who been with me since then i mm. mean she always support me i mean the whole time that i heard the word ali i know i trust you you can do it 
that was her I mean her world whenever I leave any job oh yes like like three companies I left I mean one was the first one before I got engaged or married but the three of them she were there and say I mean supporting me you can do it you did it once I was scared but since though I mean I wasn't now wow yep and I can't imagine how stressful you were when you take such a decision. I mean, having to leave that job for for good. Muhammad, whenever whenever you have the 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 passion and whenever you have the ability to do something, true, and you believe in yourself, you I mean, you're gonna do it definitely, hundred percent. You're gonna do it. There shall be no boundaries stopping you from exactly. reaching your goals. Exactly. No one will stop you. If you have the ability and passion, you can do it. And if when you started there, you were working as maintenance or performance mainly. What was uh, your... Uh, since I started, I was working for both. Like, like I mean, my business, it's, I mean, one of the biggest shops in Bahrain that specialize in Nissan and Infinity. And I mean, I cannot work only for performance, because you know it's a business i mean everyone ha i mean deserve to to work on his car i mean everyone every customer that deserve to work on his car i mean if he's willing to 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 come to us uh so if i have only a performance shop then the other services i won't be providing but now i, I kept it open for all everyone uh performance uh maintenance servicing everything to but keep the business running all the time because uh let me tell you something that about the business if you kept having only performance mm. as a business mm. okay the the business curve uh it goes up and down because you know that every i mean every performance uh race or something it has a time for a year mm. i mean for example I mean, the Formula One starts from, let's say, December and ends uh, June, mm. for example. It's a season. I mean, summer, they, they don't have any races. So at that time, what, what, what shall I do? I mean, if the season, any season ends with, with the performance race cars. So nothing to do. Sure. But if I can I have the service and maintenance all the time, all the year, and performance during the season time, the business will be running smooth and and good always very good yeah. and when you when you started you were providing all that services since the beginning yes okay but i mean it's, it's not all of the services but it's my dream to come to become a tuner right a motorsport tuner a motor cars tuner so i started that back in 2015 uh to have the software to be as a tuner and I went to the state for some courses. I went to Kuwait for some courses. I want to meet many, many, many friends in the United States to get an experience, share information, share everything. And that dreams come true right now. Wow. Now I become a tuner, alhamdulillah rabbil alami. And mostly I'm a well-known in Middle East uh, as a specialized in the Nissan's uh, and infinity tuning. And worldwide, I'm, 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 I just got like a famous name because I did a project and that project was the first car 
worldwide having a 1200 wheel horsepower uh, a Nissan Z and what? no one ha- no one done it before what can you say that again i think it's i have not heard can you please he- say it again it's, again it's a 1200 wheel horsepower to the wow the first z in the world oh my god so you swap it's like yeah i had i've done a swap it's like a nissan gtr engine on a 370z and that that brings my name worldwide hold on one second you did what you swap a gtr engine yes into 370z yes and turn out to 1200 horsepower on wheels yes wow that's i mean that's the project that brings my name worldwide congratulations thank you very much muhammad uh i mean I, i've been working on that project like uh it's a one year project uh what whatever project that you want to do it's taking more than that right but i got the chance and the support to do that in one year a maximum as a maximum because you know it was a, a covid year oh yes yeah, so i you, mean you just did recently recently yeah, it was mm-hmm. a covid year and it was like i mean ev- i mean the shipping wise the bars that you need the support that you need it's good i mean it's taking time because of covid and uh, the restriction over of course there. yeah but but that's that's supposed to be uh i mean the the project that they have done it's supposed to be published back in 2020 but it's it's done that it's done this year 2020 uh, 2021 yeah and for sure when you do such a project no nobody built that before what kind of difficulties have you faced in order to fit that i mean this project has been done by one guy his name is chris fosberg and that, okay so you're one of the first I mean, one it's the first street car legal street car i mean chris fosberg done it with a race car you, you mean cannot, like a drag you, car yeah it's a drift car you cannot driving on the street true the car that i built it's the first street legal car wow 1200 wheel horsepower with ac running with every dash with full weight working as a normal car wow yep and that bring you i i can truly say that was the biggest if not the biggest the biggest project that saturday auto tech have done yes and accomplished successfully exactly very I'm very impressed actually. I have no idea. I I, I was actually looking to your profile before uh, of course I was um, just having to see your profile and see what the people comment on your boss and just to try to figure out what is the uniqueness within Sedity Auto Tech and then you bring up this whole story of encouragement and how you started your own business and you have to leave uh the job or nine to five job whatsoever or office job and then to pursue your dream and chase your ambitions until you done something if i would ask you back in 2015 do you imagine or did you see yourself accomplish a huge project such as that or you did not expect that you're gonna develop to that level no i, I wasn't expecting that even me myself I mean, I wasn't expecting that to have, uh, honestly, a second shop specialized 
in Bahrain, uh, a Nissan and uh, Infinity. Uh, I mean, I got the customer, you know, I mean, since you visit the profile, uh, I got the customer from around the Gulf. True, that's what I have seen all, actually. All, all the way. And worldwide, my project uh, bring up my name, so I have a customer now from the US as well. Wow, from yes. the US? Yes. So what, what kind of uh, services do you provide for US customers? Uh, I have done the project. Now everyone uh, wanna have the same project. I mean, building their cars, so they they got the the parts that i modified and keep it runs with my uh project and they want to buy the same parts. so i have made uh, a quantity of uh most of the bars that uh everyone want to do the project can do it so i'm sending them some parts that it's modified for this project specifically you mean like a custom build custom build yes exactly and, and that custom build equipment that you ship them ship them to them yes let me ask you a question now you in bahrain and those people in us how did you connect with them how did you network with them first of all first of all back in 2016 i went to the united states for a show called bri show which is stand br performance racing industries okay and that's the second biggest show uh for motorsport mm. held in the us the united states so i went there uh for the show i get to know new uh like vendors and new suppliers and the new and new companies so right. you get to know to know them each other you know in person mm. you see them you have a chat with them and you represent yourself they represent their company mm. and since that one i haven't stopped a single year from going to that show because that one it takes me to a different level mm -hmm. a different uh customers uh, a different a different life it's like it's like a, a real motorsport uh show mm. so from that day when i whenever i go to there i i had a new friends i had new shops to visit them uh every year i meet them at the show sometimes i ha i visit them on their own shops so from that day i built a relationship with them a friendship a business ship all we we We've been communicating through the uh, forums, through uh, social networks, so mm. through many things. Right. So since that, I, I built uh, a customer over there, and now I'm getting my customer from the US. Wow. Yeah. And 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 also you you were saying that, and I I have seen as well that you not only serving uh, Bahrain customers that they are willing to do their performance, instead you also receiving cars from around the GCC. Exactly. So yes. the customer now would send their cars to you in Bahrain. Yes. Well, they, I mean, it has to be some reason. I mean, why would they send their cars to you in Bahrain to do some performance and? Why in whole Saudi Arabia there was no garage to because do that service? Because they had, the, I mean, ev every country they have, but I mean, I've built my reputation very nicely. Uh, I am the specialist, I mean, for Nissan Z's and Infinities and the Gulf that who's doing the service maintenance and upgrading and uh, tuning. Mm. 
So no one is specialized same as me for the same car. Uh, you mean to say that you you focus on the Nissan and Infiniti as the customers that this is your niche. Yes, that this you, is my community. That you find out there was no garage or there's no one were focused on specifically on these, cars, yeah. on these cars. To know the weaknesses of the car, to know the weaknesses of the engine, to know the weaknesses of uh, transmission, everything, you know. Uh, I've been focusing on that all since I started. And today I'm, I'm, I'm one of the specialists on them. Yeah. Wow. And when you started at the beginning, you were accepting Japanese, uh, German car? No. When I started, uh, I focused on Infiniti and Nissan all the Since way. the beginning? Since the beginning, yes. What was the rationale behind this? Uh, I like the Z. I like the Nissan Z. Uh, and <laughs> since I had my first Z back in 2015, mm. So I tried to modify it and get the mac uh, the maximum power out of it. And since that day, I, I love it. And Infinity has the same, uh, the same parts, the same, uh, almost same car, but different brands, you know, the same right. things, engines, gearbox. So I guess it's like the luxury exactly. of Nissan exactly. uh, series is the exactly. Infinity. Yeah. So it uh, was the same. The same thing I'm thinking at the moment is that how did you, I mean, what is the the real thing behind that to Z? I mean, you said Z, why not GTR? Why not something that... GTR, uh, it's a dream of everyone. Exactly. I mean, why, why you focus on a Z since you, you've been doing this since you are a teenager. I, I mean, GTR to do it before, if, if you can get a much higher horsepower, what makes you, is it only the shape of the car that you believed in or that because all the people worldwide are focusing on GTRs and you found that nobody's really focusing on Z cars and that's why you build up? As a business wise, Mm. Back in 2015, when I started, I mean, there was no, uh, not much GTR in Bahrain. Mm -hmm. And the category of having, uh, the people category of having uh, a GTR, there will be a, a very high rich people. True. That's true. I mean. Fact. Exactly. Because it's it's, 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 it's expensive, expensive car. car. Yeah, exactly. So the Z, I mean, you can have, Uh, many classes uh, who can own this car. True. So you don't want to work on a car for, for, for a month and then you stop doing nothing because there is no cars. True. But the Nissan Z's and Infiniti, it's there every day. Right, right. You mean you mean you 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 switch your focusing or target customer, or you start targeting the right customer since uh, you sense that the GTR would have lesser community, less people to have. Exactly. Own. Uh, just one one more example. For example, I can open a shop that uh, that I can be specialized. For example, in Bugatti. How yes. many Bugatti in Bahrain at this time? We cannot see them. Maybe two or three max. Uh, can you see them on the street? No, Not really. No I one haven't driving. seen. I mean, even the GTR back back at that time. I mean, 
it was like a quantity of uh, cars that you can uh, even see in the in the street. I mean, sure. no one work on them, no one. But these days now, I mean, it's a dream of everyone that to have that car because now it's become, I mean, the the uh, resale value of it. Be, I mean, become less. So uh, anyone can, yeah, can buy it. Right. Right. So at that time, you, you need to focus exactly to have the right customers to have the the the. Uh, I mean, a quantity of customers, to be honest, not not having a one customer and then True. sitting and not doing nothing. No. True. So, uh, and what was, if I would ask you this question, what is the uniqueness in SAT? What is that, if I have a Nissan Z, yeah. what Why do you think? Why would you bring it to me? Yeah. What, what, okay. what made you different than others? Okay. Well, Muhammad, this is an info for you and for the audience. Okay, since I started back in 2015, mm. I just recently put a signboard on my gate. Okay. Okay, so what does it mean? So no one knows where is, or what is this shop for? Okay, everyone knows me by my reputation, by my quality of the job. And your reputation in what, sorry? The reputation as, as it's like what it's like a specialist uh you've dealt with me once and you never want to uh, go back to a, any other shop it's the right shop the right time it's the right uh once you feel the the, the quality of the job with me over there mm. you don't want to leave right yeah so so you you are really focused I, I can't quality. tell I can't tell that it has to do with your previous job in says telecommunication because I think the main role there is to satisfy customers and exactly and you took that uh, into really uh, turning your customer to uh, or you serving your customer try to give them the best service possible exactly. in terms of best customer service best customer service but at the same best time trust I mean, of course, you understand their needs and uh, build their cars or their, their, I mean, the whole spot that they are l- l- aiming for. Hmm. That's really interesting. Exactly. Once you, I mean, once you demand on the, on the uh, quality of the job that you do, mm-hmm. uh, you don't want to lose that. Right. So even though I can, I can do like, I can accept more cars but I don't want to lose the uh, quality of the job. So I'm working on on uh, like an appointment schedule. Everyone come, get their car fixed, uh, get it done on the same time that they, I mean, they were promised mm. and that's it. So you, d- you don't care about the quantity, no. instead you care for- About quality. Quality. Exactly. Wow. So you, that has been transparent to your your customers or your fan base and then you've been known to be specialist of uh, specialist of uh, nissan, uh, nissan specialist of infinity i mean specialist in terms of performance exactly and and maintenance as well yeah that was the question now you were specialized into more like if i would ask you this question now you you said you've been specialist into these categories but yeah. what makes you really special into what exactly if i if i ask you 
people around you known you for what i like very genius in terms of maintenance and find out uh, or diagnosis the issues and fix them correctly or you are more into specialist of performance but at the same time is good or as, as you, you're asking me the the uh why people comes to me still in terms of what okay mm. uh, it's a question to you muhammad how many time you get your car broke and you went to a shop then another shop then another shop till to a shop that you can trust mm. and you know that he's gonna fix it yes how I, many I, time you got that uh, well uh, it depends on my previous cars to be honest yeah. but but right now yeah i can't tell that now i, I just rely on uh, local garages to okay. to do me the job i mean not local well, garages, i'm the last guy friends. i'm the last guy that you can trust mm. and you know that i'm gonna fix it just wow. as simple as that <laughs> yeah right. once you uh, once the car comes mm. it has to be fixed uh on time on 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 a quality basis yeah on a quality basis i know sometimes i mean i mean i've been hearing that uh many times that ali sadadi is expensive but he is doing the right job so sometimes muhammad you say you pay for the experience. I mean, you don't pay for the uh, for the uh, waste of time or something. For example, now mm. sometimes there are so many uh, difficulties that you f you face on the car. True. Yeah, but from your experience, you can get that difficulty easy, mm -hmm. and that that what what customers base you for. Exactly. This mm. is what customers base you for. They don't pay you for the job itself. They pay you for the experience that you have. But you, 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 you said you're inexpensive because of what you give is an excellent solution. That exactly. uniqueness in you, exactly, that not with others. And it, that, if if I would say again, that uh, types of customer they bring their cars from outside Bahrain. What is it mostly for performance? or maintenance from main, well. both both to be honest both yes oh. even because yeah they trust me i mean they, i mean uh it's it's even not not because of trust but because they see the way that i work i mean i have nothing to hide and every customer can comes and have i mean can look into the shop uh how clean it is how how the how the work uh, flow there i mean Everything that you can see it over there, so so nothing will be hidden, and they mm. know that the car it will be unsafe place, so that's why they come. Okay, yeah. mashallah. And since now, two thousand fifteen up to now, six years yes. since you started, and your biggest project accomplished up to date, which is the last project, the Nissan three hundred seventy Z swapped with GTR engine. Yes. How did you get this idea, Ali? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so really, I, I came back to this actually because I felt I had not really fulfilled my, uh, you know, I, I would like to, to dig in more and find out how did you get this idea, first of all? What I can tell you that, <laughs> I mean, of the show, I can tell you everything about the the the, uh, the project. I, I can give you like a quick uh, review about the project. Mm. Uh, it's a car that I've been. 
I mean, honestly, we were facing an issue with the engine of the 370Z, the stock one, mm. to handle a power like a thousand HP. And uh, I've been communicating with uh, so many friends from the state and so many uh, companies uh, to solve that issue. And it's get fixed, the issue get fixed just recently and it's uh, quite expensive. For example, that I spent a, a certain amount of money on the Z doing mm. the swap uh, for a VR38 engine or, or GTR engine into the Z. And the solution that they come up with right now, it's costing the same uh, the same amount. So why would I uh, do a, like a solution for an engine that can be easily damaged? And the GTR, it's like the Zilla engine it can handle that power. So I decided to have that power on my car instead of uh, fixing an issue of the engine that cannot handle that power. I mean, I can make still power of the same engine, the stock motor engine, mm. but not what I reach right now today. And not I with mean, the safety as well. It, it will be, but not the safe as what I did, to be honest. So you think that what you have built is more reliable than upgrading the Z can, stock can, engine up to the maximum. I can take maximum. you after the show with a with, with a ride on the car. That it's would be really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and with the AC running, uh, air conditioning running, yeah, everything running on this on that car uh, like, wow. like a stock car. But wow. it's a very fast car. Yeah, uh, indeed, I can do yeah, twelve hundred. You you still can have like a multiple power uh, choice. Uh, with the computerized things, you know, you mm. can have many maps that you can drive 600 wheel or 800 or, or 1200. You oh, okay. can choose by just a clicking of some switches over there. Okay, and how difficult it was to, since you said, you mentioned that at the beginning of the podcast that you're having some issue due to COVID restrictions, due to shipment, due to delays in shipment and extra, extra, but what was the difficulties that you faced? Like, uh, for sure, uh, to do such a thing, <laughs> I imagine you cannot go to YouTube and, f and you know, type in some words no. and find out who swapped it since you said that only one, one yeah. mention, one gentleman, I think you yeah. say Chris, Chris that he built a drift car, not even a street car. Exactly. So you were basically the first one who've done that. Yes, with, with I mean, everything running, full weight car. How, how, what was the difficult that you faced and who were your support or who, who do you go back to, to refer to when you got something stuck? Well, to be honest, uh, uh my first, I mean, my, my biggest difficulty was, uh, some technical issues that I found at the beginning. But I come across, I mean, I, I come up with, with the good ideas, me and my uh, supporter. And I have a big support from Hussam Tayyib, uh, one of the uh, a very famous guy known by the world. Uh, he is the manager of KP Performance. And he's my friend, he's my brother, he's my supporter, he's my everything. Mm. I mean, since the the idea comes up, into my mind and he said to me well ali you got my you got my full support right uh, my full support that means i mean uh, that's two mind working on this uh, project so 
I've done it's like a ninety job of the job uh, on the on the swap, and he is he've done the rest of it, like from the tuning to the computer to the starting the car. Mm. Uh, it was on him, and every installation was on me. So, mm. I mean, I mean, once you have a goal and you work on target, so so I mean, the difficulties will minimize to. Sure. The, I mean, small issues till you till you find uh, till you or till you find the solution for it, or you come up with with the new things. For example, I started this project the first two months, and I got the engine runs with a GTR engine, and I can mm. drive it with six hundred to the wheel. But mm. my goal was to reach twelve hundred to the wheel. So mm. I come up with another. Upgrades like turbo kits, internal engines, and uh, pistons, clutches—a lot of things that can reach up to a seventy thousand US dollar. So, wow. so it's an it's, it's honestly it's an it's an expensive project. It's not mm-hmm. an easy, but the result was uh, worthing the the idea or worthing the the project itself. Wow, interesting. Yep. And when you when you made this. Built, and when when you were, uh, for example, upgrade, when you said you 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 when you fix it or you build it, you were six hundred horsepower, yeah, and then you were aiming to twelve hundred horsepower, double it, and then, yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, w- uh, there must be the, for sure there must be difficulty when it's come, for example, because there is no parts for such a thing. Do you require yes. to to contact some factories to custom build? I mean, I mean, I mean, some of the parts. They, I mean, some of the parts they were on the shelves, but uh, some of them they they had. Uh, I mean, out of stock. They run out of stock because it's a moving part very easily. And since then, I mean, COVID uh, stop us uh, from having. You know, some of them. I mean, some of the companies shut down. To be honest, mm. so so uh, we have to uh, like get an 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 different company to to suit your package. Yeah. So at the end, still you're looking for the same parts that you want for your project, but with the low cost. Mm. So we got to research where where to find the parts from. And is it like the Nissan Z stock engine was different than the GTR? It was the same concept. It was the same concept, but different engine, uh, totally different engine, but the same concept. Yes. Okay, so you didn't had really difficulties into that part, Mark. Just no. If you you are specialized on the VQs or the the (laughs) Nissan Zs, then that engine will be very easy to you. Wow. Yeah. And let me ask you this question, and because I can't tell that, what kind of support or coverage did you get when you did? A huge milestone in terms of Bahrain racing industry. What what kind of uh, shout out or what kind of uh, any media press or ha- have have you been interviewed no, by now? No, no, nothing, nothing. I was proud of myself. I was proud of when when I post my uh, project on the social media, Facebook and. Uh, Instagram. I mean, I'm everyone were surprised of the project. So For it was sure. a huge, a huge move to me. I mean, worldwide, a, a huge uh, trust uh, I built into my community. True. True. Uh, I mean, I got everyone. Uh, I mean, 
like who thanked me or, or who were uh, supporting me on this mm. project. I mean, because mm. it was like, you know, when, when I started working on that project, it's like I give them a hint that I, I'm going to build a huge uh, horsepower to this car. Sure. But I haven't mentioned the swab. I haven't mentioned everything. So when I when I publish it uh, on the right time, it was like a very I mean a shock to the people, especially sure. here sure. and and the US. Mm. By the way, I, I got uh, my far. I mean, my uh, audience mostly from Bahrain, and and the second audience comes to the US. So so I have I'm having a big big market in in Bahrain and the Gulf and and. Uh, to the United States. Yes. Another portion in another continental. Yes. Exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, this is a huge project and that's for sure it build up your reputation to sky high. I mean, if I would uh, add, add the same thing to you and uh, having said the same thing, actually I watched one series on Netflix. It's called yeah. uh, Gotham. I don't remember actually the name. I think uh, waste or something like that. But I know that they have their own a custom built garage to custom cars. Yep. It's called Gotham Garage. Okay. Uh, it's basically the idea they go to take uh, trash cars and then they build them. Yeah. Just like, you know, remember back then we restoration. had- Restoration, it's like a restoration Exactly, shop. exactly. exactly it's, yeah. I, it's, it's actually the name itself, I, I can't remember it. It's like uh, restore something like yeah, that. Exactly. I, I don't really recall it, but what I do know, it's in a Canadian garage and they just built, like you, when you see uh, the car before it's built, you say like, it cannot it's never, never be, gonna be, be built. Never be back the same as it is before. No, and no, man, they bring up really good episodes by really converting magical. And I truly think like uh, for them, they got, uh, I mean, I mean, it's a Netflix series. It's, yeah. it's sponsored by Netflix directly just to film them while they are doing such a thing. It's a huge thing that we have here in Bahrain that, Ali Sididi have done. I'm really surprised by the amount. I know it's like a one year or one and a, one and a half years of a project, but that itself proved to be Bahraini talent into. There is honestly, to, I mean, I mean, I'm not the first one uh, to be talented here in Bahrain. We have so many, so many shops that they can be talented as well. Mm. I mean, but. You know, sometimes we are we are the projects man. We are not the cameraman. So, <laughs> so it's, it's you need someone like exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get the point. So right. we are mostly involved into technique things. You know, than than being a cameraman or, or right. uh, a showman. And yeah. what what were your 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 expectation or your friends' expectation back in US when you blow such a news? Like someone from Gulf or from Bahrain done such a thing. I mean, I mean, I mean. Honestly, the project talks. Uh, uh, my projects, the, the the one I done, um, I've done. It's it's making my money right now. Um, I mean, mm. I started selling some bars as I said before earlier. I mean, I'm, I started making. I mean, sending bars to the US. So mm. so I'm making business out of it. So whatever you you do. Uh, like this, like these projects or something. I mean, you get to have the right uh, marketing for your for your project. So, sure. 
So for example, I mean, I cannot do like a swap and waste uh, or spend a lot of money on, on a project, mm -hmm. then I have no benefit out of it. Hmm? Yeah, so. Makes so, sense. Yeah, so you, sense. you need you need to make money out of it. True, true. It's a business uh, and you need to do, it's like, I mean, I, I, I'm willing to do another swap, but not right now because I spend a lot of money <laughs> right now. So, but yeah, in the future there will be, uh, There'll be another another uh, project, definitely. Uh, okay. How percentage of? Oh, let me let, let me recorrect this. How many percentage you were kept as a failure into this project? Like, did you expect that this project or this were gonna fail at some point? No, or you were hundred percent successful. That you're gonna do whatever it takes to go above and beyond, find out solution and fix that swap? I mean, no, I mean, since the day one, I mean, uh, once you have the idea, mm. before we start any project, we make a plan. Mm. Uh, plan A, plan B, plan C, whatever. You, you need to make a plan. So once we started, I mean, my, my biggest challenge was the, how to get how to get everything inside the car the full dash mm. works as a stock normal 370z exactly this is this was the big challenge mm -hmm. and plan b i get rid of my own dash the 370z and bring aftermarket any other aftermarket dash which is it's gonna be look like a race car. And True. I don't want that. I want a stockness smoothie. Looks like a sleeper car, but from the heart, boom. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It is crazy it idea. Is, I mean, is. I mean, fixing that itself, and especially that nobody does that before. Yes. It's a, it's a huge, huge achievement yeah so so i stick with the plan i mean since i got the support from hassam as i said before mm. uh to get everything running the dash running everything running so yeah i was having like a bush and that makes me alhamdulillah uh make me complete the project as what i want very well done it's making me actually buzzing right now that yeah. i want to show like yes i did it it's not even that it's the the amount of things that you had to put in into a project that you never know what to expect and having said that you 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 not only did it correctly you did it as it is, nobody can tell that it has that power or it has, exactly. you fix it within the plan, you fix it without fixing aftermarket dashboard, you fix it with the Nissan Z dashboard, you allow that everything work on terms of ABS or all the systems yes. related to the Z engine, you related to, to the GTR engine, that yes. itself. Exactly. Huge. I mean, one of, one of the things that, uh, about the media. Mm. Uh, I just recently finished from the Z, like, back, I mean, just three months ago. And, uh, well, the season of the races just started right now. So mm -hmm. I'm having a race on 
December, end of December. Mm. And that's gonna bring the media up because they will see another, I mean, another Zella that being on the uh, drug strip or racist strip. You wow. know? So, so that's gonna, I mean, kept that project on the uh, media. Okay, okay, that's very, very, very interesting and, and very good way to prove to the people that you don't talk the talk. Instead, yeah, exactly. you walk the walk exactly. and you don't say to them what you're going to say. Your action will be actually louder than words exactly. into the track. Exactly. I, I'm done to that. Like, I mean, as they say, don't, uh, what is it? Uh, lay, uh, let, let the sexist make the noise. Yeah. Let the sexist make the noise. Right. Exactly. I, I, I'm trying to, to think about that. I, I heard that quote before, actually. It's very, very, actually, it is to the point. Mm-hmm. Exactly to the point. So, uh, what do you see yourself right now when you think about that decision back in 2015 until now? Where do you see yourself? Well, I mean, every time, as I said, uh, every time I have a goal, every time mm. I have uh, a new different uh, mentality. So I'm planning to have another shop uh, in a different company. It's like opening another shop, uh, another company. Yeah. I mean to expand your business, but expand into a different business. niche. Yes, but looking back in 2015 to today, I won't go look at, I mean, at the back, no. Mm. I'm a straightforward person. I'll keep moving to the front. I'll mm. never look at the back. Sure. And what was, if if we if you would want to, you know, if you want to look in the future now, where do you see yourself in five years time? Well, I I don't want to see. To be honest, I don't want to see myself. I want everybody to see me. <laughs> I mean, let's. I mean, let's talk after five years. Let let's have a, a, another uh, podcast. And <laughs> sure. Let's see where I will be and where will you be? Inshallah, <laughs> we'll be both on uh, the top. Inshallah, inshallah. inshallah. Ali, any last words you would love to give to you know the reason why? Just just let me say this is that I do this actually to bring different stories inspirations to others uh, i think uh, for sure everybody agrees or, or myself actually not everybody myself i agree that uh, entrepreneurship is not fit for anybody for sure um it got uh, it will it will really require someone who has uh, the know-how he know how to handle the stress I, I don't agree that entrepreneurship fit for everybody but i can tell that you're uh, for sure that you really deserve to be entrepreneur since day one actually you. you shouldn't waste that talent into in my opinion by the way it's it's not something that but i mean since that hobby until now and you open your dream and uh, if i would ask you one question now who is before you say your last word who was your inspiration into into this industry my brother Hassan al-Saradi. Hassan al-Saradi, yes. He was your inspiration, your idol to... Everything to refer to Hassan al-Saradi. I know he got the, I mean, the life experience, mm-hmm. uh, but the, since the day one that he was supporting me. True. So 
he, he was one of the, the I mean, what did you tell him when you when you accomplished this project? No, I mean, I he was helping me by the way on the on the. Oh, project. so yeah, he he, he, he knew. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was ah. he was part of the project to be honest. Okay, so yeah. he was the one who working with you behind the scene. Exactly. Okay. Okay, exactly. that makes sense a little bit yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I have two hands, I mean, behind the scan that who were mm. uh, with me on this project. I mean, True. you can work on yourself doing everything, you know, uh, without support from uh, your colleague or your staff, your brother, your... Of course. I mean, yeah, it's a big of project. To be and who was the inspiration in your life as in general? Who, who, who did... Uh, you really uh, think about him and that person or that identity or that character allow you to keep on believing in yourself and moving on? Uh, once back in 2005, mm. I met a doctor that who was giving us like uh, uh, some courses, like mm -hmm. an English courses. Uh, I wasn't needed for that courses, but since no one from the staff wanna go, so I said, I, I wanna go, yeah, just to just refresh my mind and and uh, get the experience, more experience. I went there and I met a doctor that, he was saying one thing to me, and, and since that day, mm. it's in my mind. I cannot forget it. He said, Ali, once you have a goal in your life, and you wanna make it or, or I mean, if you wanna success in your life and you have a goal in your, in your mind and you know that someone will stop you, quit everything that you do and follow your goal. For example, if you are stuck in a company for four years, a maximum of four years, and you haven't been promoted as you want, you haven't been promoted as or you did not get any experience like mm. you're stuck in the same position for four years and you have you're willing to be promoted leave it don't stay there true okay where will you go you know the way how to do it follow your dream exactly and since that day i haven't forget that one i mean that words uh so i left like after him i left th <laughs> uh, three companies <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, I mean, honestly, I, I, I mean, I wasn't uh, even, even though I, I mean, I haven't got any fail of uh, successing any any uh, company that I, I work after. True, and that truly spark your motivation. Exactly. Wow. Wonder. Very interesting. And you implement it in in in, in my life, and you felt it how it does really exactly. If I, if, if, let's, let me just take example. What would you say to that doctor who taught you this right now? If he can hear you right now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not lucky to say, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not good uh, saving the names, but mm. if I got the chance, uh, I'm going to thank that doctor and, mm. uh, whatever he said was true. I mean, he never said it uh, out of nothing, you know? True. Um, he was a teller, to be honest. He was <laughs> a teller and he left Bahrain and went to the UK to study and work at the same time. And he came with a doctor uh, certificate. So, true. 
he wasn't blaming. He wasn't saying that out of nowhere. True. He yes. said it out of experience, knowledge, exactly. wisdom. Of, exactly. Wow. Yeah. What? To be honest with you, I'm overwhelmed for this story. I didn't, to be honest, I didn't expect that we would reach out to the huge, one of the biggest thing. It's thank God that me, the first one who got this into lights. Ladies and gentlemen, what an honor to meet a Bahraini talented professional tuner and also an owner, an entrepreneurship, and also a dream chaser, if I would say, break roller, I would say, unique, unexceptional, extraordinary to the community of motorsport, and also the way he drive his business all the way. His ladies and gentlemen specialized in Nissan and Infinity. I will drop his Instagram link down in the comment section below. If you would love to support him, I highly appreciate if you do really support such talented tuner and professional in Bahrain when it's come to performance as well as maintenance. Thank you, Mohammed. Uh, was a wonderful chat, was a wonderful talk, and I appreciate uh, having me here. And thank you. Uh, that's all. What would and, you like to say to the audience right now? Uh, chase your dreams, stay safe, and drive safe. That's what I can say. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for watching my podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet to my channel, please consider subscribe to my channel and be stay tuned as Mr. Ali says, stay tuned for more episodes that's down the road. And of course, Ali, again, thank you very much for your You're time. Welcome. Thank you very much for believing in yourself. Thank you very much for making us proud to be Bahrain, the first ever Zilla, I just rephrase it from you, to be swapped with VR38 or GTR engine. I know maybe lots of my audience would not have that ideas or they won't have the awareness of that, that terminology or the jargon that you are using because even myself, I, I'm in love with the motorsport, but not into the depth of understanding their performance. I just like yeah. no turbo and everyone, basic ev things. Everyone, everyone <laughs> have their, their bath, you know. Yeah, so. But thank you, Ali, again for uh, making that. And gentlemen, until next time, take care and see you soon.